No? I wouldn't be able to tell there was a podcast coming. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Roses Before Roses. My name is Landon, with me is Mike. Hey. And Scott. Hi. Jeff is noticeably absent. <laughs> uh, but he is with us in spirit. That spirit is shaking his fist. Uh, <laughs> we are talking about Bachelor in Paradise, of course. And here we have um, the thrilling, maybe, conclusion to the Joe saga. Although it will continue to go on, I suppose. Um... So let's get some impressions of the episode, guys, or the two episodes, I guess. Um, were you satisfied with uh, with what happened to Joe? Well, I'm glad there was no conclusion Not to really. Joe's story. Because I want that story to continue on in its glory, possibly for the entire season of Bachelor in Paradise. Because unlike last season, we actually have a real thick, juicy storyline. And yeah, a but- real like good villain. And, you know, jumping ahead, a villainess. Yeah, true. We've got a villain couple on our hands. So, okay, let's let's kind of run down like big uh, top-down overview. Basically, the the long and short of it is everybody kind of got wind that Joe and Samantha were communicating somehow. Somehow, how would they ever communicate uh, before the show started, and then uh, you know colluded to uh, to be together on this show. And I guess, for some reason, that rubs people the wrong way. Can somebody explain to me why this is a big deal? I can't, because I don't think it is. <laughs> okay. I think all that it, it basically speaks to Joe's character. Like, Joe basically has to have this relationship on a television show in Mexico, which is the least Joe thing you would ever expect. So yes. all of his attitude that he's got about, oh, man, I'm just dude trying to get by, man. I'm just here to have fun. It's like... You colluded with somebody to get on television and meet them and have a relationship on TV. So stop pretending like you're just, you know, trying to meet the right girl who you could meet in real life. Again, like you're Mr. I need to be on TV now. Well, yeah. Let me propose something. Also, this is a free vacation. So (laughs) a shitty vacation, which has been said before. It's it's a free vacation. They get a free trip to some island to bunk. And they get to hang out and go out on dates and make out and, you know, do whatever. And they don't have to pay a dime for it. And are likely getting some sort of compensation for it as well. They're getting celebrity status by being on television. I'm sure they get some amount of, of money, too. I don't think it's much, but I think it's enough to, to entice that vacation a little bit more. But wouldn't... So, you know, what's funny about this kind of show is it seems to me that you can only continue to be on this kind of show if you're failing at the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Like, if you don't find love, let's say, or you don't find a, a, a partner or whatever it is, then it almost... You could, you could then potentially be brought on to other shows. You could keep, that, keep this train rolling, right? So what I don't understand is why would you, uh, you know, conspire to get together on this TV show... And then, I guess, like, be together and fall in love or whatever. Wouldn't they just, like, wave bye to you right away and then you, and you go off on your, on your way and never to be seen again by the cameras? Well, the rules are a little off on Bachelor in Paradise. We've noticed this a long time ago. Yeah. Couples should be eliminated from the yeah, show. Yeah, they should leave right away, Once right? you couple well, up, get off the island. Amanda and I proposed that if you survive three rose ceremonies, giving the rose to the same person... That should be your ticket out. That's there. a decent idea. I like three, that idea. Three mm-hmm. rose ceremonies. Because, you know, stuff happens. Like, two rose ceremonies, you know, that's one guy, one girl. That's But it, that third one, I think that puts you over the top and that gets you off that island. Couples would also break up on the third rose ceremony. I don't know. I need to stay on the island. I need to see what happens. I'm right. going to get a rose from somebody else. Also, uh, but you I know just what? have to say this right now for our listeners out there. We're all well aware that it's not an island. Which one? What? <laughs> Never mind. All right. Moving on. So back to the island. So... I feel like I have to mention that every single episode, just so somebody knows. Somebody out there listening is screaming at their car stereo going, it's not an island. I mean, (laughs) until I see a map. Yeah. Until I see some sort of proof. (laughs) Until all I see is land, I'm going to say it's an island. Okay, fair enough. I know for a fact there's ocean on one side, (laughs) and I haven't seen the other side of the island, so I can't be sure. To your point, though, about them wanting to stay longer and breaking up on the third one, 
That's interesting, though. Oh, I think, totally. I think that's great. Like, if somebody wants to conspire to do that and say, hey, let's break up, and then, you know, we'll we'll each give roses to somebody else, and then we'll give roses back to ourselves. I mean, at least that's interesting. It's more interesting than Lacey and uh, Kevin, or whatever his name is, just giving... Marcus. Marcus, just giving roses to each other the whole time and just being boring. Yes, exactly. Well, right. it's more interesting than them because they're boring as well. Can right. I just mention that I uh, looked up the Bachelor in Paradise Wikipedia page today Ooh. because I think I was interested in... Well, whether or not it was an island, which I confirmed it definitely is. Okay, yeah, excellent. Um, but show also, it, it says it has season summaries, and I did notice that Lacey and Marcus are mentioned as winners of season one. Oh, great! It's not that's way off base. Along with Michelle, Money, and Cody were winners, so there were four winners last season. Oh man! Which is any couple that stays together, and yes, they are together. No. It even meant, it even goes into detail. It says Michelle and Cody began a relationship and split up in December 2014, oh. but later got to back together in June 2015 and are currently dating. Whoa. Okay. Can I ask a quick, uh, slightly off-topic question? Sure. Why is she called Michelle Money? Is that her last name, or did she just assign that to herself? <laughs> you, does anyone know? I was I, thinking I about don't that. Know. She I don't doesn't know. have a link on her name. Otherwise, I would click and find out. Michelle she she was on a season that I didn't watch because that was before you guys, and this is the only reason I watch the show. I don't. Me. If any of you know why, tweet at Scott. Uh, Michelle Money, if you know why, yeah. tweet at oh, yeah. Roses Before Roses. See, there you go. Yeah. Um, oh, also of note in this episode, uh, Joe said Roses Before Broses. Oh yeah, he did. That was so, great. Okay, that needs to be a meme, and we need to to our yeah, name the most out of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Huge marketing possibilities. Huge there. marketing possibilities. Um, so here's a, here's the thing. Okay, so let's 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 go down this uh, the timeline of events. Joe comes in. Joe sort of kind of gets Julia. First of all, he doesn't really ask Julia on a date. He's not he's not stoked to be there in any capacity. They go on a date. It's friendly. They kiss. But clearly, even even watching the date happen, clearly it's Julia who is like all into this thing. Joe's saying some stuff. He's saying stuff, but he's not. But I mean, come on, body language, like yeah, the, the, like even looking at it, you go, come on, this isn't like I would be if I were Julia, I would still be skeptical of not just like oh, I'm not sure about this guy, but like you know it. Why is there a connection there that's so strong to Julia her? Julia with Julia's intellect or Julia with your intellect? Okay, fair enough. But, like, I'm just saying it didn't seem like a slam dunk. So then fast forward to whenever she's explaining all of this stuff to Samantha. And <laughs> okay. It's, and it's like, and we some, fast forwarded over a lot of stuff. I know, stuff. I know. But I'm, but I'm just saying that S- Samantha is... In on it, first of all, she's in on it. First okay, of all, so that is not a. She's in on audience. it, first of all, but, but which is great. But I was, but yes, it is great because, like, what is, what are they? What is she supposed to do? But she's also smart enough to say, "Hey, this is just a one-sided deal, and I can't accept any of this stuff unless Joe's here as well." Which I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool, like. Knowing that she was in on it just made that conversation so much sweeter. Because otherwise, you you listen to your friend. Your friend wants to talk to you about They're a, not friends. A boy. How are they friends? Apparently, they're not friends now. That's coming across that Julia thought she was dating Joe, and she wasn't. And she thinks Samantha's her friend, and she's not. Apparently, so, according to the after the rose ceremony thing or whatever, after the rose show, after, after the paradise? What? Yes, after paradise. After paradise, show, after rose. Uh, which I watched. Um... They are. They used to be really good friends, and they would even take vacations together. Okay, so no. Here's the. That's again. This is why we don't watch After Paradise. This is coming, that's a great tidbit. <laughs> this is coming, uh, no, that's that, exactly a good that, tidbit. Was that coming from Julia? That was coming from Julia. Okay, well, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> accepting any of that information unless Samantha is here talking about it as well. <laughs> we need to see plane reservations. I don't know if they ended up like ending up at the same place. Apparently, uh, Samantha also FaceTimed with Julia's daughter. In what capacity? I don't know. To what end? I don't know. But they FaceTimed. And so Julia considered Samantha a friend. And on the After the Paradise show, uh, staunchly denied that they have any friendship whatsoever right now. They also read uh, uh, a tweet from Samantha that she tweeted during the show. And she said that she she goes she never condones of deceiving people and then she did hashtag under Joe's spell. <laughs> it's a yeah, very popular hashtag. Yeah. It, it, it was trending. It's just from me from my perspective of this whole thing the the lopsided argument is all on Julia because it seems like she lives in this weird fantasy world. Do we even know that's her kid? 
<laughs> we need to have the kid here talking as well. Let's hear the kid's side of the story. Let's I mean, hear the kid's side of the story. Did the know. kid talk to Samantha? We don't know. We don't know that. Samantha hasn't been heard of, heard from until this show. She's making up for lost time too. She's talking to everybody. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not condoning what Samantha, what Joe and Samantha did. I think. I think Joe just kind of stepped in it a little bit from doing the from accidentally having this happen to Julia of all people. Because I don't know if it would fly with anybody else. I don't think he could have gotten away with it with anybody. That's else. what I'm saying. That's why he marked but, but, Julia. He came in and said, "I'll bet, I'll bet I can do this." Okay, but if but if it didn't happen with Julia and if it happened with somebody else, and he had to work like a little bit harder to try to secure that rose, then I don't think this would be a drama thing. I think it would be like, okay, well, I whatever. It was just a rose. It's oh, go ahead. I, well, I think it's also a drama thing because they're bored out of their mind on the island, and there's, <laughs> there's really nothing else to do because they were. They, this entire episode was just this issue, and they were just like flogging that dead horse. I think I mean, go they, ahead. they don't know. It's it's really strange because it's like the cast members knows they know something's wrong. Like the producers told them, you know, you really need to go after Joe and Samantha. Like there's some dirt there. But they don't know what that dirt is. Like they don't maybe they don't know apparently they don't know that Joe was calling her stupid for falling in love with him or, or for dating him. Like I haven't heard anything about that. And so it's like they're feeding them just the idea of you guys need to really go after Joe and Samantha. Well, but they don't give them the facts to yeah, really use against to, them. To go, yeah, exactly. Well, according to a conversation with Tanner, that's a guy, right? Yeah. Tanner, according to a conversation that Tanner had with Joe earlier on, he said that Joe said that Joe and Samantha were texting each other before the show. And then that was like, that was when the story first started to fall apart, was when he denied that to uh, Jared in front of Tanner. And that's still not that big of a deal. Like, yeah, you told Jared that you didn't talk to her and you did talk to her. They thought it it's, was quite... I know, I know, and it goes oh on and God. on. Like, it's just more of... <laughs> it's more of, like, the more you investigate it, it eats away at Joe's character that he wants to be perceived as this good guy who does, hasn't done anything wrong. And he's going to fight tooth and nail to try and preserve that. And the harder that he fights, the worse I think he looks. Yeah, that's true. But in the meantime, we're watching the dumbest version of the Hardy Boys play out. <laughs> and we've got these idiots banging coconuts together. And they have no idea. Like you said, they're getting scraps of information, but they're not getting the full story. And I guess maybe the producers are like, oh, they'll, they'll root it out eventually. No, no, no. These, these people are not going to do that because... They've got way too many distractions, and also they're they're too stupid to do it. All they have is you hurt Julia, and it's like, yeah, feelings get hurt. You're the thing. <laughs> she didn't. She's a widow. We should protect her. Is that Josh? <laughs> that's, that's Josh a, came on the. Island. It's all of them. It's a combination of everyone speaking together. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. So here's uh, so here's another point that I had while watching this. What is different? Sort of. I mean, mechanically, what is different? Between Joe doing what he did and Dan breaking things off with Ashley, what is the difference? The difference, I think, is probably, and this is the guy who, well, I'll get into it, but I, I supported Joe last uh, podcast, <laughs> and I'm going to have to do a little backtracking, but uh, I think Joe was very conscious of every move that he was making, and I think Dan... What if Dan was too, and he's just, it's just not front-facing? Then Dan's also a dick, uh, or no. just does the thing to do the thing to stay on. I agree with that. Joe Joe was talking the entire time about what he was doing and why he was screwing over this other person and how stupid they were for believing it. Yeah, Dan was just doing it. Like right. even if it wasn't legitimate, even if he didn't have feelings for Ashley Ash, which I feel like he probably did. I mean, Ashley is a very pretty girl, I and feel like you are falling some, under hashtag under Dan spell. Yeah, at some point, I mean, Ashley S is pretty. That's okay, forget that right we know. Yeah, too. she's yeah, whatever. She's pretty. Forget that we know that she talks about pomegranates and wanders off. I don't off even care about and that stuff. Shoots people in like point blank range and paintball. Yeah, <laughs> that makes her interesting, if not you scary. Know, whatever. Well, fine. So Dan, I'll saw, take scary over Julia any day. It was right. Dan saw some scary factors, I think, from Ashley, and I think that's where that ended. I think that's a scapegoat, though. I think he's just saying like, "Oh yeah, she's the crazy one." So he's always got an easy out to say like, "Oh, I saw red flags because she's too emotional." And burp, peace. Oh, no, it's just weird coincidence that I'm doing this the day after I got a rose from her. It's interesting timing because he does have all the power this week, and he can. He, she, she's made no connections on the island 
apart from Dan and he can easily send her home and, and be done with her and move on to somebody else. Although exactly. he did get kind of a bummer of a replacement in the... Oh, I love Amber. Amber? Wait, is that her name? Amber? Is Amber with Dan? Oh, no, you're, no, you're totally right. Wait a minute. Megan. It's Megan. Who's Megan with? Oh, who's, wait, who's Amber with? Oh, Jesus. Uh, no, Amber went out with Dan. You guys watched this twice, didn't you? Yes, we watched it twice. No, Amber <laughs> No, Amber. Uh, Amber ended up going out with Dan. So I think Amber's... Oh, wait. I think that's totally fine. Yeah, no, that is true. Okay. So who's ending up... He with, did score. Who's somebody's ending Megan up Megan and JJ. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, that's right. That is a train wreck. That's a slow motion train wreck right there. <laughs> that's totally fine. It's but you're beautiful. right. Like, initially, when he started, when he was like... When he was doing all this machinations to get rid of Ashley... He's thinking about Megan because I think he probably knows she's the next person to come in. And then Megan didn't pick him to go on the date. So then Ashley thought, oh, there's hope. And then it was like, nope, because here comes Amber. And then he goes on a date with Amber, which I think is, you know, I think that's trading you up. Yeah, Amber's totally actually fine. pretty great. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like Amber a lot. The humidity is not doing much for her hair. Uh, but, you know, uh, whatever. You know, <laughs> can't complain too much. <laughs> can't, can't, we? We can't complain it. You know, getting back to, to old Joe and Sam, uh... You know, I'm a big fan of sneaking and scheming. Everybody that knows me knows that. I love sneaking and scheming. <laughs> but they did a step-by-step guide in how not to sneak and scheme. Right. Like, I mean, I wrote down, like, bullet points of, like, idiotic things they did. They, he lied to some people but not to other, and then constantly changed his story. He took it too far with Jonathan and Mikey T. That was just, like, a big no-no. Um, Samantha instantly gave him the date card as soon as she walked on. They gave the date card to Samantha and she goes, can I choose now? And then she instantly chooses him, which was just like so obvious and ridiculous. Yeah. Um, they complete, he completely ignored Julia and didn't talk to her ahead of during or after the entire thing, which was just kind of a dumb thing to do. I loved his, his response to that though, from Jared. Hey, you need to talk to her. And she's like, nah, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not it's doing it. Not doing not it. Not gonna happen. And then, but then uh, Josh comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, you need to get this straight." And then Joe's like, "Oh, is it bad?" <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, then Samantha completely ignored her friend when her friend tells her that this guy's kind of a scum lord. And then they they talk about their super secret plan with their mic packs still on. I know. Yeah. That was that was amazing, that was and then good. basically, then Joe spent the entire rest of the day antagonizing everyone. I feel like, I feel like Joe is treating it as a reality TV show. He's brought up the fact that it's a reality TV show several times now, and he's actually treating it as such, which is, I think, in this situation, is the exact wrong thing to do because you're just going to inflame everyone around you, and by by treating it as a place that has no real consequence. Uh, for your actions or whatever, and you're just kind of plotting and scheming and playing the game, like, that's actually not how it should be done because you're going to end up making people angry. And for and what is it's exactly happening, all the attention is now focused on Joe and Samantha. And mm-hmm. they cannot... The thing about plotting and scheming, you have to while away in obscurity. Yeah. You have to blend in. Yes. <laughs> and they're doing the opposite of blending in. That's what I'm saying. They did the opposite of everything that you're supposed to do. Right. And they just kept like putting themselves further and further out in the open. Yes. It was ridiculous. Vulnerable. And, and they just kept making out in front of everyone and like Well, that's fine. Just, and once their plan finally not in the came middle to of a sneak in a scheme, <laughs> that is when it is not fine. That was after the sneaking and scheming though. Once the sneaking they... and scheming is still going on. You don't stop the sneaking and scheming. How long do you have to sneak and scheme? Until you get off the island. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. That's a, that's a, you listen, are you going to listen to you or a sneaker and schemer like me? <laughs> that's right. I'll sneak and scheme in the mic. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I understand. You concede. <laughs> I just wish, like, there are so many, there are so many ways that Joe could make this better. Because I think, and, and, uh, like, Jared and Tanner were talking, and, Talking about how, like, it's Joe. Like, that's so weird that Joe is doing this because they like Joe and whatever. And I think that they're conflicted because they want to like him. And I'm sure when the cameras are not on him and when he's not, like, you know, being... When he's not in the in the crucible of a, you know, firing storm of questions and all that other stuff, I'm sure he is a very nice guy who is, you know, having a good time with friends and all that other thing. Who will beat your ass if you say the wrong thing. Well, I mean, that's the... Just don't cross him. Take the boy out of Kentucky. Uh... <laughs> So I think that's the confusion. Like they're they're conflicted with this because like while he is emerging to be this you know bad dude on the show, 
they actually also like him. And so it's a weird deal. But we don't see any of the like part. It is strange when there's a different plot line going on, like when they're talking about, you know, are Kirk and Carly going to work out and everybody's sitting around talking about it. And you notice Joe and Samantha are just sitting there with the rest of the group talking about (laughs) Kirk and Carly. Like it makes me question how much they are really hated. Yeah, exactly. That's what, yeah, exactly. There's definitely a duality there. That's what I keep trying to tell Amanda is that like, that's the storyline they want to go with. Right. What, how much time they actually spent talking about that on the Island. We'll never know. I mean, I, I would say it's much less than they lead us to believe, but that's what they want to go with because, fuck, we eat it up, man. And the Kirk and Carly stuff is really funny, too, because it's like he goes on that date <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, I don't want really to get into this whole thing. But then by the end of it, he's just like, balls oh, deep. I could just have sex with her. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> I mean, Carly knows how to lock it down. All of a sudden, they're on the date and she's like, hey, let's talk to my brother who just got married. <laughs> and yeah. now basically, Kirk does not even see it coming, but he's part of the family. Yeah. He's like, oh, 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 okay. Uh, hey. Uh, put the kids on. Hey, congratulations. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> oh, your mom and dad are here. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, uh, that was one that I thought, I didn't think it was going to go that way. I think he, I thought he was going to do a Dan. And break that off. Carly's got some uh, some cuteness to her. Hey, though. I'm, this is not against Carly. No, I, no, I know. I, I, I like I, I, I like Carly. I like Carly. in the eyebrow area. I don't know. Like I'm forgetting about the eyebrows. Oh, like, they're horrible. They're bad. <laughs> they're really bad. Look at a picture. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I'm fine with Carly. I just think like he was getting uh, uh, nervous because he had been with her the entire time. He's not really been with anybody else but i mean the reality is if you're coupled up you're fine because i mean the non-couple world is a weird messed up train wreck right now is this not life in general no i (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like man once you find somebody that you can tolerate just hang on (laughs) hang on to them because that's a scary cold world out there (laughs) it's a hellscape there's roses (laughs) flying around and you don't know if you're gonna catch one one week to the next uh yeah, so I think like he was smart just to go ah forget it I'm all in, like I think that's a I think the smart thing. And I mean knowing what we knew that the next person to come on was Megan, mm-hmm. I was telling I was trying to convey through the television screen Kirk stay with Carly, <laughs> there's nothing better to come after this. Yeah, it's a yeah it's a rough it's a rough deal, and Kirk probably wouldn't be with anybody probably. I don't think anybody. Would. Uh, they're a good they're a good match. They're right up there with Jaden Tanner. I thought when they first got on the island, I thought Tanner and Carly would be a good match because they're both kind of snarky, like assholes, sort of. Yeah, I can see that. But uh, I guess. But they need to be with boring people. So yeah, so they've got to be the star. Exactly. So yeah. like, so Jade, you know, Jade's pretty boring on yeah, the show. Pretty Scott. pretty bland. It is surprising when, when Jade does stick her nose in something, she really sticks it in. When she was telling off Claire for, like, she was the one who was calling out Claire for always acting out and being a baby. Right. Yeah. Apparently I thought, Claire's, whoa, where did this come from, Jade? Apparently Claire's still on the island, too. Like, <laughs> where has Claire been holed up this entire time? I, I don't know. She, like, she, the beginning started with her little freak out, which turned out to be absolutely nothing at all. She just sort of freaked out, and Chris Harrison was like, again? And then they came back. Then she had... They really need to drop it with this raccoon thing. It's, yeah, they're taking that too far. Yeah, it's not even... It wasn't funny at all this entire season, no. but it's really not funny now. Well, because this time, she's in on it. She's having conversations with inanimate objects, and they're like, this is going to be funny like it was last season. Remember when we, we cut the raccoon in talking to you? So you just have a conversation, we're going to cut it. It's bad stuff now. And now, when they went to the phone, it's kind of hard to pretend like Claire doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want me to talk on this phone? What do you want me to say? I just wondered whose iPhone they had to give the raccoon to like, I mean, that's pretty. There's an iPhone kicking around somewhere because apparently, uh, because what's her name? Julia FaceTimed her daughter too. Right. So somebody smuggled it on. Maybe that's part of the Joe and Samantha deal. Oh. The plot thickens. They're smuggling in iPhones now. Yeah. That's how everybody starts liking them again. Yeah. Smuggling smuggling iPhones onto the island. And sunblock. Yeah. Because for some reason that's not available. Yeah. They are all pretty burnt. (laughs) Realistically, what do you think Julia expected Samantha to do? Like, what I don't like, I don't like people who have these weird, unrealistic expectations for things. So, in my mind, she, I guess she thought that she could just pull Samantha aside 
Oh, she had a shit-eating grin on her face when she pulled Samantha aside. Did and you just, see that? And say all this stuff, and then boom, Samantha would be like, you know what, you're absolutely right, forget him. Uh, who cares? Uh, and then when it doesn't go to plan, then everything blows up in her face. And that's, that's very satisfying for me. <laughs> well, it didn't work for several, for two main reasons. One... As we pointed out before, Samantha was in on it the but whole even time. If they so she's like, she could tell her everything that happened in in, in finite in detail, detail right. everything that Joe did wrong, even the stuff she doesn't know about. And Samantha would be like, "Oh, that's really unfortunate." I think, <laughs> well, that's just how we planned it. <laughs> but, but also, she did a horrible job of explaining. But I don't think. But it's this is a different thing because it's one of those deals where Julia's concern is, "Oh, he's gonna play Sam like he played me." But that's not it. That's not it, Julia, because he was trying to get to her. So she's the prize, and there's no other prize. So that's he got what he wanted. You're not the prize, Julia. <laughs> so I feel like it's a, like a wrong-headed argument. Yeah, that was a bad argument. The argument should be, do you want to be with a guy who did this kind of yeah, activity to conniving get to enough to get to you or whatever? But obviously that's also wrong-headed because... She's conniving as well. Yeah, they're a perfect so, match. Exactly. So it's t- it should be it should be totally fine. Everybody should be wiping their hands and walking back to the bar so Jorge can set them up. Speaking of Jorge, yeah, Jorge how do we like so, Jorge? Jorge's pretty great. I love Jorge. He's great. Yeah. Is this because Chris Harrison refuses to come on the show anymore? <laughs> <laughs> and now we need Jorge to sort of be the intermediary. <laughs> the entire Joe and Samantha thing. The, you know, I, I went down the list of all the dumb things that they did. It would have been a perfect scheme if they would have if Joe would have just had two conversations. One when Samantha first got on the island and asked him to go on a date, if he would have just pulled Julia aside and said, you know, hey, I, I wanna I, I wanna explore other options, I wanna see this. Julia would have been bummed out, of course, but that's the thing to do. That's the exact same thing Dan did. That's what Dan he pulled yes. what's her name? Courtney aside? Ashley? Ashley. Yep. <laughs> Pulled Ashley aside. Pulled me, Ashley. Who cares? And uh, and said, "Hey, I want to explore this. I want to. I want to see where it's going." Right after then, Jorge as- assured her that they were they had a solid relationship. Oh, you guys look good together. Oh, I watched you guys on the beach. You guys, perfect couple. I see lots of couples see come lots in of here. Couples. <laughs> you he guys slid the tip jar closer. To <laughs> yeah, no, no tip necessary. No tip. It's all included, but no tip. It's uh, the sandals. And then the, the second conversation would be as soon as he got back from the date, he. Could have just, you know, broke it off. He said, you know, I had a really great time with her and I really want to see where this goes. And then boom, it's done. And everyone shuts up and then they move on. Right. And they can be together and this and that. But he's too big of a pussy to have two conversations with a person. The smooth move would be like, hey, listen, I'm afraid of my feelings for you. (laughs) I think we're moving too fast. The smooth move uh, for Joe is to just, if you get a difficult conversation from the girl that you're trying to get a rose from, you just kiss her very passionately, (laughs) and then you say, "Uh, how are my intentions then? What do you think about about (laughs) these brass knuckles? (laughs) Wait, wait, wrong person. Wait, wait, we're wrong, sorry. sorry. (laughs) Just kiss Mikey T. Uh, What are my intentions now? Oh, oh, shit. (laughs) I shouldn't have done that. I've been texting Let's take it again from the top. Oh, never mind. (laughs) The only way it could have gone worse is if... Each person, as they discovered it, he just took them out in the ocean and drowned them. <laughs> Anybody else have anything to say about me and Samantha? <laughs> and then, it, you know, at the end, it's just Chris Harrison, him and Samantha just hanging out on the <laughs> island. Oh, well, I didn't see this happening, but okay. And then a stack of dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, it's a... I, this whole, like, I was, getting, I was getting frustrated as well with... I mean, they, Joe was getting frustrated by the end of it because they keep coming to him and bringing it up. And he's like, I've talked about this. I've been, we've been talking about it all day. Uh, but it is true. Why do they like? Why can't we just move on? That's what I want to know. To me, it's like it's when somebody does something wrong, and then reaps the benefits of it, and then after that, it's just I don't need to talk about this anymore. Yeah, it's been addressed. I did something wrong, but I got what I wanted. So let time happen, and let them spiral into whatever chaos they're going to spiral into. Because it's not like it's going to be free floating all happy times from now on. Like, they're going to run into some sort of problem. There's going to be some sort of drama. And when that time comes, no one will be there by their side because they've they've angered everyone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compare Bachelor in Paradise to the Wall Street meltdown. Okay, great. <laughs> That's when what uh, the here. banks were uh, stealing like, a lot of money and making really poor investments to get rich and padding their, their pockets. And then all of a sudden, everything went haywire and everybody... That wasn't them, like sort of middle America, poor people lost all their money. 
And the bankers, I think, did pretty well. Yeah. So now that it's been rebuilt, they thought, I mean, they'll say things like, oh, we don't need, come on, we don't need all of these regulations. Jeez, guys, what, yeah, things, we messed up one time. Like back then, do we still need to talk about this? <laughs> right. It's almost like Bush in the Iraq War, too. Like, come on, why, how many times do we have to go over this? <laughs> yeah, probably shouldn't have gone in. Jeez. Let's, can we just, I'm just going to move forward. <laughs> the only thing I'll say to counter that is that they affected a lot of people, and this affected one Julia. <laughs> right. One human being was really, truly oh, affected by this. And yes. hey, listen, that's like, it's not, you know, I'm sad. I'm, 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 I don't like it that she got her feelings hurt and all that stuff. But a, most of that emotional investment came from her. She put a lot of emotional investment into it and after got and got burned after after date one. Yeah. So and you yet, know, Joe is still being held more accountable than the banks. <laughs> Way more accountable for a far for as we as you said uh, a lesser crime. Yeah. Only one Julia was affected. There's a there's a lesson in here. People. <laughs> But, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where when I was watching the show, like, we, you know, as we're entering the final half hour and they're still going through it, I was just like, shut the hell up. Let's just move on. Exactly. Y'all right. got duped. Let's just keep going. <laughs> but at the same time, you got to think, they're on an island. I don't know if there's electricity out there. There's definitely no internet. There's definitely no TV. There's Jorge. There is a swimming pool, and there is this drama, and that's it. They yeah. have nothing else to do, that's nothing true. else to talk about. So, of course, they're going to beat this thing until it's dead and buried. Speaking of which, do you feel like we are? <laughs> yeah, probably. But, I mean, there's nothing else, <laughs> to, talk else to talk about. What else is to talk about? I'm sure there's some more. Joe, Joe also made the dead and What buried. else happened on this show? Argument. So, uh, Claire I'm, cried. Uh, bur, 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 uh, digging up a body and burying it again. Digging up another <laughs> body and burying it again. And believe me, I buried some bodies. <laughs> I did like Joe's apology to Julia when she did sit him down, and he like finally came to the end of it where she she was starting to say, if Samantha asked me, what am I supposed to say? And he looked like he was starting to get a little bit worried. So it's the closest he came to an apology was, if I would have played you, I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> well, he starts out that conversation by sitting down and going, okay, what's going on? Yeah, right. Yeah, I love that. He's got Julia sitting right next to him. Dan was just trying to talk to him on the beach. Or the then, moment where he says... It's like I think the main problem is people who keep bringing this up and can't mind their own business, and then like he shoots the craziest look over. It's like, yep, that's that's where this is. That's the big problem there. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I certainly defended Joe in the uh, last last podcast. Yes, uh, but I, I think I was more defending the 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 situation that he was in. Than Joe himself. I think Joe's a scum lord. I think both Joe and I are born and raised in Kentucky. <laughs> and, you know, I think that's, I got this, this attachment to him because he and I still live really close to each other in, in Kentucky, same county and everything. And, uh, and it's just got to the point now that, like, Joe is too big of a shitbag to defend, but I still don't think that what he did was completely wrong because I think that he was put in a situation to either, fail or scheme and i don't feel like i don't necessarily feel like he was well okay he was a jerk yes he was a jerk he was a jerk for her he was a jerk for the epic the epic mikey stuff the epic jonathan stuff oh, yeah that's mainly where he was a jerk. The Those epic producer bad. conversation. Yeah, that was whatever. Who knows I, where? Who knows what the context was? I think that. that was creative editing myself that was a pretty long clip of him talking to the producer about, and I think Julia, she's so stupid, or isn't she stupid? It was all in the same clip. Well, but I mean, that whole thing started with, she's not that bright, is she? We don't know what that is in reference to. Never said a name. No, exactly. Never said her name and, at all. And never, we don't know what, we don't know what he was responding to. No, the person immediately said, who? And he said, Julia. No, okay, no, 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 no. The person. Yes, no, that's exactly. No, no, no. no the person didn't yeah, immediately right. say that because the person was not on camera. So a voice said that. And, and he said. Yeah, but it's. Julia. But it, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> the person could have said, uh, onomatopoeia. And he then said, Julia. So did he. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. What's that movie? Julie and. And he's like, Julia. It's a very strange thing to bring up now we don't know anything that was that What's was that said. john lennon's song about his mom <laughs> <laughs> we 
We don't know anything that Julia. was said before and after that. We like everything that is. But back to Claire. She's not that smart, is she? <laughs> we, we have to completely trust that that's what he's talking about. And I think there's why a do lot we have to trust that's what he's talking about? Because that's what they want us to believe. That's I mean, what he said, though. I don't think that it was that cut and dry. I think that the producers were putting him in a situation to say some sound. I think bites. Joe has made some mistakes, and those mistakes are chiefly about not being able to handle, not being able to damage control his his scheming. Not being yeah. able to resist bragging about his scheming, also I think, that. is his number one downfall, which is why he would say that shit to a producer. That's why he would show Tanner screenshots on his phone of him and Samantha <laughs> plotting. Like, seriously? That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad also. <laughs> I, he just can't help himself. Yeah. He's gotta, like, yeah. really brag about what he's doing. Well, I think to Joe's a total shit bag, but I think that conversation with the producer is not nearly the smoking gun that people believe it to be. I agree with that, and I would also argue... That we're not on a, we're not on an island of what where we're not on an island of saints. No, he's talking figuratively. We're oh. not on an island. Ooh. The 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 you know because Dan Dan makes me potentially more angry than Joe does because Dan has got on this high horse about the whole thing and has taken upon himself to go confront Joe and be like, hey, listen, man, you, you I just. You you should just you just owe you just owe her a little bit more respect. Everybody's from Kentucky now. Hey, listen, man, listen. <laughs> I know we come from the same county in Kentucky. Hey, good old Dan Cox. Oh. Dan Cox, come to see me. <laughs> he must have good news. He's always good. Oh, Dan Cox was a friend of mine. Uh, I don't. I just don't like this weird high horse that he's gotten on from this like weird burly protector role of like protecting Julia. I think it, I think it's it's bull, and he had did the same thing to Ashley. And I don't care, you know, what you think about it, but it was the same exact thing. He wanted a rose, he got it, and boom. Now he, now he cut her loose. But several, yeah, several other people have also done it. I think it's the extent to which uh, Joe took it. Joe, Joe took it really far and then was completely unapologetic to it. Dan yeah, was kind right. of a gentleman about the whole thing. I don't know if he was. But, he, and he, I don't know if it's any different. Mechanically, it's no different. He did the same exact thing. That's true. I agree with that. But no, I think that Dan was, I mean, like when Dan was asked out on the date by Amber, he went and he took her aside. And even though he might have been completely full of shit, that's at least a nice, thoughtful thing to do is to say, hey, this person wants to go on a date with me and I kind of want to go on a date with them. I want to explore this. Yes. and But Julia gets an automatic sympathy card because she's a widow and a single mother. Yeah, which not I think me. is total bullshit. Nope, not for me. I, well, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not judging the quality of that sympathy card. Yeah, I'm just saying it happens automatically. I and Michelle Money did like that it or last not. season too, and it drives me crazy. Where they go, I left my kid to do this. Right. Well, that's your choice. <laughs> and also, yeah. that's pretty weird. That's your choice to leave your kid to do this. <laughs> to, to leave your kid to go on an island with. With all these people that are all pretty much like skeezy scumbags <laughs> and say, I'm going to try and find love instead of, I don't know, hang out with my child and then date some people. In Honey, the I'm going to try to find you in. a father in That's, Mexico on a reality yeah, I, TV show. I hate that. I hate when they, when, I agree. they, when they use their child as a shield like that. I think that's total bullshit. Yeah, it's not what Dan and Joe did. It's in how they did it. Dan just carried it out much more yes. uh, gentlemanly, as I, I agree. think was said. And yes. Joe, like, that's just what you do. You try and get a rose each time. If you don't have a rose to give out, you need to try and get one. You need to have somebody give you their rose. Yeah. That, like, that's just the rules of the game. It's in how you get that rose. And like you said earlier in the podcast, Landon, he sort of backed into Julia. I don't think he went on the island, you know, with his target set on Julia. Like, he sort of backed into it by her asking him on the right. Date. And Tanner even said it. It was like, well... You 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 hurt the widow. Yeah, that's a bad look on you. So you're gonna get it. He would have hurt anyone that let him. He loves hurting people. Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, JJ missed all this. Oh my god, JJ. Because so <laughs> after get after getting Claire's rose, which you know, as, going out like that was a pretty good decision from Claire. I think JJ's an interesting guy to keep around. And yes. uh, and so he uh, he goes on a date with Megan and misses all of this drama while he's jet skiing the entire time. Apparently, <laughs> I feel like we left. So the last time we saw JJ, he was you know relatively like we remember him, cool, composed, whatever. Then he's we don't see him for a very long time, and it's like he's been living in the jungle. <laughs> it's like he like went off and like he's just been on his own, left to his own devices. 
when we see him next, his hair's all muff, mess, messed up. He's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't have a job. I live with my parents. He's got blood smeared all over his face. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, things are pretty rough. And, uh, and Megan sees that and goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the complete honesty. I can go for that. Like, all of JJ's game up until that point has been trying to talk around all of these things yep. that he's very ashamed of. Right. Yeah, I guess the girls dig the honesty. Yep, they sure do. Like if he's telling me that, he has nothing to hide. Uh, yeah, it's, so that's pretty. That's pretty heartwarming to see these two. Uh, these two horrible people get together. Are you guys liking JJ on no. the season? No, I think he's fine. He's I, so much more enjoyable than he was on Caitlyn's season. I agree with that. Yeah, uh, but I only liked him in this episode so far, and I only liked him for that brief period of time because he got back to. Uh, he the problem is he went on that date. And then got like a, a, a boost of confidence. And then his confrontation with Joe, again, is dumb and ridiculous. Where he, he's basically trying to instigate Joe to fighting him. Which Joe would murder JJ. He would kill him. But it looked like... I mean, I think I think Joe's a, I think JJ's a big old pussy. And I think Joe would probably murder him. Absolutely. I think Joe's murdered before. I think Joe has tasted blood. He's talked and, about burying bodies. Right. And I think Joe would... Would murder for just for fun. I think he would just kill JJ for fun. Yeah. But JJ looked like the tougher dude in that in that confrontation at the end. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, sure, posturing wise, but yeah. like that's I, all that counts. But Joe's smart enough to go. I need to walk away because I'm going to kill this person. It's it's <laughs> just that JJ. He's fine. He finally gets it. He understands the show he's on. He understands the format. And I guess maybe he watched the Bachelorette season and he paid attention to all the editing because he just gets the format. He comes in. He says the sound bites that make him look funny or you know cool as cool as he's gonna look. <laughs> and then he knows that that scene is gonna make him look like a badass if he's just confronting Joe because he knows they're not gonna get into a but fight. But that's the difference between JJ. JJ and Joe. JJ knows how television works. He knows how the show is going to go. If you say Joe knows how life works. No. Joe <laughs> is going to walk away from that conversation and look up the laws in Mexico about <laughs> murdering somebody. <laughs> hey, let me, let, let me use that iPhone for a second. <laughs> First, he FaceTimes with Julia's daughter <laughs> and convinces her to leave her mother. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the boss that, that would be the thing to do. That's the difference between them. JJ knows yeah. it's a TV show, he knows how to use it. Joe is a person who could murder somebody. This is gonna, 10 years down the road, JJ's going to going to, you know, pick up a newspaper, read the the internet and see that Joe got arrested for, you know, being a serial murderer, murdering 20 people over 15 counties or something like that. It was Kentucky, so they were super slow yeah. to find it. And he's just going to think back to that conversation that he had with Joe and just shit his pants. Yeah, right. Or he's going to pick up the newspaper, same scene, and reading the obituary, sees his name. And then Joe creeps up behind him and says, <laughs> looks like I'm just a little late. <laughs> <laughs> or he's going to pick up the newspaper and go, I don't subscribe to this. How did I get this newspaper? <laughs> Who delivered this newspaper? And it was JJ, and it's poison paper, and he got Joe. You look, see? Okay. There ah, you go. I like this is it. turning into spy versus spy. <laughs> That's what the show is, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm interested with the uh, new developments. So, okay, we got the thing that we did get at the end of this show is a sneak peek into the next few episodes of the season. First of all, how long did this show go? Because they showed like a bunch of new people. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and I feel like I kind of thought we were coming to the end, but midway I, at least. There's like, there's, there's several new people coming in. That's well, weird, yeah. right? We get three new people an episode. I so guess that's true. is it three? How yeah. did we get this one? We got Amber, we got and Megan. Amber, Megan. Megan. I think that's it. Oh, we lost. Uh, we lost three guys. So I was expecting three girls because we lost Mikey T, Michael G. I don't know what his last name is, and uh, and Michael C. And Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. Yeah, I don't know. And then we got Amber and Megan. And we're, we didn't get anybody else. We're a bachelor down. Oh. Well, we also didn't have a rose oh, ceremony. Uh, oh, I, we got Samantha. We got Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did geez. you guys remember Samantha's oh, here? Oh my god. Samantha, yeah. we how did, did get we, Samantha. Yeah, how did we ignore that one? Um, so we still have a we have a little ways to go with this. I think. Well, we've only had two rose ceremonies so far, right? That's that the, this show has been uh, actually mercifully light on the rose ceremonies, yeah. and, I, and I like that. We haven't gotten a whole lot of them. They don't really matter when they happen because we no. know what's going to happen there uh, for the most part. Um, so in the preview. 
there was like a weird thing with like Jared talking about how he's still in love with Caitlin and like uh Okay, I know exactly I I mean I have a pretty strong feeling that was Jared getting out of another relationship. Jared needs to break up with Ashley I and yeah. that's how he's that's gonna how do he's it. That's how he's gonna do it. Yeah. Jared needs to just go home. I'm I'm sorry. I really like him because he seems like a really nice guy. Like every conversation he had with Joe, he seemed like like even when when they were talking about Joe lying to Jared about like the text, and Jared just goes, "Well, you know, you kind of did." Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and he's almost he... like Ned Flanders. He's just like, <laughs> you know, he he can't really call someone out. He's just yeah. When he said you should go talk to Julia, hey Joe, you need to talk to Julia, man, because that's what a good guy does, and you're yeah. a good guy. You want to do that, right? You're a good guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Jared seems like a great guy, but he obviously is not there for the right reasons. I think Jared is just so frustrated because. He had he got Ashley I from the beginning. He thought, okay, this is a good place to start. To start. <laughs> to this, start. Is, this, is, this is where I start. Yeah. And then he saw Claire. I could really like I think he thought I could see myself with Claire. And they went on a date and I you know saw her birth certificate. I he I think he knew about that. I think Claire, which we all know is a little can be off sometimes. Yep. I think he felt her desperation and her sucking his life force yeah. out of him. So he came back to Ashley I. And then he thought, okay, we'll see what girls come on. Samantha shows up, and I'll bet Jared said, well, obviously, <laughs> I'm the one who, do- who isn't paired off. I strategically have myself, like, sort of with Ashley I, but we understand that we're not really together. Right. Um, did he really have, did he have any, like, conversation about uh, Samantha at all? No. No. He, I, but not that we know of. I think that's partly why he's so pissed off at Joe. But that's a fool's errand. They've already they've already colluded together. They're already doing their thing. They've been How living together for three years. They have okay. <laughs> he doesn't. They have two kids. Because he knows none of this, though. How frustrating is it for Jared to be Mister Single Eligible Bachelor, and then Samantha, this very hot commodity, which I'll admit she's a lot more attractive than I remember her being on the previous season. Yeah, she has okay. a long neck. And I mean, I'm just saying, I. <laughs> I'm not dating a girl with a neck that long. Yeah, it was weird in the photo shoot when her head wrapped around Joe twice <laughs> and then came up. But this girl shows up and she picks Joe and Jared just has to be like, wait, seriously? Did you not see this? Did yeah, you not but, see Superman? Yeah, but he, yeah, but but whatever. Like, it's just, it's not a thing that would ever happen. So just let it go. Like, At the, in the moment, <laughs> I think, I think Jared. Still, he could still have anybody else on in that, in the cabana. Can he? Who? Who's, Including Dan Cox. Who's left? Including Jorge. <laughs> oh, oh, Jorge. I think, if, I think if he made a play for anybody, I think he'd be a viable option. Literally anybody. Who? He would piss somebody off, but he would. Oh. Have, he could make a play for anybody. So he's got, well, what about Carly? I don't think Carly. I think Carly's pretty pretty well established with uh, Sean. And who else would he want other than her, Carly or her. Jade? And I, think, I don't know, but I'm just saying like he's, he's, clearly, he's clearly hanging back. To see who comes in. Exactly. Well, we're not done yet. Right. We're going to see who comes. It's like the... He's like on the let's make a deal where he just keeps changing it. And then eventually he's going to end up with that thing that opens up and there's a goat and that's it. <laughs> so he's going to get a goat at the end. The last person to walk down is a goat with like a, like a, like a little rope leash around its neck. Yep. That's great. Yeah. Chris Harrison just leads it up to Jared. He goes, here you go. Here, this is yours. Yeah. A lot of people leave paradise with nothing. Have fun going through customs. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hope you got room for this in Rhode yeah. Island. But that's what ha- that's what's gonna happen to Jared. you, idiot. Who's the who could be the goat? Like who would be who would be the absolute worst person to be the last person to come down there? Oh, I don't even know. Juan I don't, Pablo I don't shows up. Ever remember? Oh, that's funny. That would be great. I don't. I don't know any. Like until I see them, I don't really know. I'm not thinking about. I don't have like Bachelor and Bachelorette like favorites. <laughs> So, I don't know. Uh, either of the two drunk guys from the previous two seasons. Sure. Um, I'm only thinking of guys, though. Who's coming? Who do we know? Who do we see in the thing? The we saw the I dude. I remember is the really young one. The, oh. Who talked about UFOs. Justin. Oh, Mackenzie. No, no, no Mackenzie. But McKenzie. Justin yeah. also comes. Yeah. Mackenzie apparently gets married on yeah. her first date. Which, yeah. <laughs> that's that's going to turn out to be another one of those big bachelorette switcheroos. I mean, I, I, that, that's, you know, she's she's cool. I'm glad, I'm glad she's coming in. I think it was a cute little, like, date that where they were sort of yes, married. Who's that Justin? He's that guy that they kept tricking with somebody knocking on the door. Oh, he had right. Horrible yeah, right. haircut. Right. Crazy Justin. hair. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He showed up. He yeah. was stupid. He looked like he was going to get into a fight. And you think that Justin takes 
Ashley I to the fantasy thing, right? I what? do. I think we're supposed to believe that it's JJ. But then I realized I think that because the way they cut this preview together instantly cuts to Justin's reaction after Ashley I crying about the fantasy suite. Yeah. We and, and then I thought I just fell for it, didn't I? He's the one that looks like uh, Anthony Michael Hall with bee stings on his face, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, yeah, that's, that's, that's in Justin. his profile. Yeah. Or Matt Damon. Oh, he's yeah. He's, he's the, the Matt Damon sand, guy. Sands beasting. Looks like Matt Damon. Um, wow. Yeah, so we're we're in for a lot more Ashley crying, which is great. Uh, and uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with this dumb television show that we watch. Subscribe to us on iTunes. We're on iTunes now. You can yeah. subscribe, and not only should you subscribe, you should rate and review. That helps a lot. Um, so if you're listening on SoundCloud, or if we've taught you to do that. Uh, and it's easier for you to move over to whatever podcasting application you use, uh, be it the Apple podcast application or Downcast or Overcast or any of those things. You can find us now listed in, in all that directory because that just pulls from iTunes. So do that and subscribe so you don't have to worry about seeking out episodes because I know, I know you are. If you don't, we'll send Joe after you. <laughs> yeah, we've got Joe on retainer and he just shows up. In an excellent suit and brass knuckles. <laughs> and he will pound you until your brains come out of your ear, uh, as he was going to do to Jonathan. Um, we also can still use a logo. We've heard some feedback on people saying they will design a logo, but okay. we're looking at you guys to actually come through with it. Yeah, do it. Uh, we need one. Uh, again, it has to be 1400 by 1400 at least, or bigger. Um, but shouldn't be too big. Uh, shouldn't be bigger. Than, uh, the file size should not be bigger than than you know a couple megabytes. And you can tweet that at us. Yeah, do it. Uh, that'd be fun. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Any other uh, thoughts, guys? No. <laughs> Great. I'm out Good. of thoughts. <laughs> We're all out of thoughts. Good deal. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye.